Hello Legends, Amy Gerard here with podcast number two. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know all about Big B. But if you don't follow me on Instagram, Big B is my dad. His name is actually Brad, unbeknownst to most of you who for some reason think he is Big Bob. But the reason I'm getting him on the show is because he has become a house, a crowd favorite amongst my followers. So majority of the time, if you do see him on my Instagram, he will be sleeping in an upright position. He loves a cheeky day nap. So much so, I think we had to go and ask him to get checked for narcolepsy because it just became, when I started documenting it, I was like, oh my God, this guy really does sleep a lot. What he does is he actually gets up really, really early and then he goes for some stupid amount of kilometers on his, he walks for a bizarre amount of time, like a good hour and a half, two hours every morning. And then pre-COVID, he would come to my house and he would just fall asleep Or he would say, oh, I'm going to come over and see the kids. And within two minutes, he'd be asleep. So it became this ongoing joke and my whole family were in on it. He didn't have Instagram, so he was none the wiser. He has spent his entire life trying to fly under the radar. He's a very private person and he um, always wants to be incognito. And I've kind of smashed that wide open for him. It became such an ongoing thing and a topic of humor amongst, you know, my friends and my followers and stuff that he now has his own highlights reel. It's called the Big B Files. And I would kind of, you know, take photos of him. I'd dress him up with emojis. I'd write little memes along with it. And it it's a bit of a laugh. If you haven't seen it, jump on and have a, you'll have a bit of a giggle. But now much to his dismay, but secretly, I think he loves it. He gets recognized everywhere we go. He is Big B Kardashian and he gets stopped I think because he's this older lovable guy people stop and ask for photos people want to you know stop and say hello and say that they know him from my Instagram so it's become a bit of a running joke in my family now obviously COVID has uh, made it impossible for him to come over for a nap but my mum still sends me photos and videos of him sleeping in upright positions all around the house so Besides the fact that he loves a cheeky day nap, he has honestly been the best dad I could ever have asked for. He shaped my childhood into something that I will always have fond memories of. His last name is Cop. His initials are B.A. Cop. And so he was one. He was a copper for... I actually don't know how many years he was a copper, but then he became a police prosecutor. And I remember he used to take us into work with him on some Sundays when he was doing bail court in the Downing Centre. And I used to think he was the coolest guy ever. He is very strict. He um didn't run the house like an army sergeant, but he he kind of ran the house like an army sergeant. So my mum just used to threaten the words, I'll get your father, and we would all shit ourselves. So me and my brothers used to be somewhat terrified of him, but he was <laughs> very loving, very nurturing. You know, every time we did get in trouble, he would always come in and talk us through the situation and why he raised his voice and why we got sent to our room or a smacked bum. And we always respected him. He has always had our utmost respect. He was, however, very strict, especially with me. I was the firstborn. I was also a female. He was in 
you know, the coppers. So he used to see scum of the earth. And so having a firstborn as a girl and working as a police prosecutor didn't really go hand in hand. And I was very reluctantly allowed to do anything. So this is where we clashed a lot because like the firmer he was with me, the the harder I would rebel. And so there was a few years where I absolutely became the problem child. I would pack my bed and I would put like a wig on my pillow and I would sneak out of my house after my parents would go to sleep. I I did it so often that I ended up going to hospital with glandular fever because I was averaging about one or two hours sleep every night and I um, ended up with glandular fever. So that's now a reoccurring theme in my life. So yay for that. But I, it all came to a head one night. I remember he sent out like a police car to come looking for me and I think I was hiding at Menai Macca's and we had a big bust up and we all, it all came to a head and he agreed that he would give me a little bit more freedom as long as I always told the truth as to where I was going and from that point onwards we had this mutually respectful relationship and it's been pretty sweet ever since. We work fantastically as long as we don't live together so when I don't live with him He's pretty much one of my best mates. When I do live with him, we had a short stint when we were renovating our house and we moved back in with them when I was seven months pregnant with Bobby and we had Charlie. And living under his roof as a grown woman was <laughs> somewhat challenging. He he struggles to differentiate the fact that I'm now fully grown and I don't need a parent and to be told what to do and how much money to put into my savings. So that was a good time, but we don't live together anymore. He's a fantastic guy. He has so many stories. He knows a little bit about everything. He will tell you not to spend money on coffees and to put every single cent you own into your savings account. He's also fantastic at giving you lectures about superannuation, but he is my dad and I can't wait for you to get to know a little bit more about him. So we're going to get him on the now and we're going to ask him a few questions. Um, good morning, Big B. Hello, Amy. How are you? Nice to hear from you. How does it feel being my very first guest on my debut podcast? Is this the first one, is it? Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, it's Actually, it's the second one. The first one, all oh, I did was talk about myself. Well, that's all right. Doesn't matter where I am, uh, in the order, it's always nice to talk to you anyway, darling. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Well, we're going to um, jump in and I'm going to ask you a few questions. Yeah, not too personal. Not too personal. Not too personal. I don't, I don't, I don't want you and your friends there starting to blush. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got a really personal one off the top of my head, but I won't ask it. So I guess, obviously, you know, people who follow me on the Instagram on the Instagram, sound like a pensioner. Um, on Instagram, they see you quite a fair bit, but yes. you're asleep a lot of the time. So, well, uh, yeah. yeah, only because I've usually been chasing around after your kids. Oh, and, please, um, please, and, I, and I'm worn out. And I'll, yeah. old Poppy, old Poppy's just taking five minutes of shut eye to mm. um, recharge the batteries. That's uh, all. Pretty sure you could drive round to my house and sit on the lounge and still fall asleep. Uh, well, usually when I turn up at your place, I've walked around there over yeah. the, uh, the last half a dozen years or so. And I'll give you that. Half a yeah. dozen years. I've only lived there for three years, but anyway. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So how do you feel? I know 
um, lately you have been out and about and you've been stopped by a few people. How does that uh, how does that make you feel? Well, it's it, it's a strange feeling. Um, you, you see things like this on TV, and yeah. um, it's not me, not me. <laughs> you don't but, like the uh, fame? No, 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 not at all. I'm not that type of person. <laughs> Uh, no, no, there's been quite a few funny times when mum and I have been out just yeah, walking here or there or shopping and and people have um, come up and said the usual, are you Big B? And I've gone, oh, goodness, okay. you, can't even, you can't even go and get your milk and bread without being um, propped. Stop but, these uh, days. No, no, yeah, yeah, but look, it, it's, it's a funny, funny feeling for uh, me. And mum, but everyone's um, always nice and respectful, oh, aren't yeah, they? No, no, no. They're all, they're always lovely. Yeah, lovely. They're they're lovely, social people. Yep. And uh, very kind of people, people. Otherwise, they, um, I suppose, they wouldn't, you know, stop and talk stop to you. And... But the, yeah, but the funniest one was uh, when mum and I were out at, um, we were doing a a, a road trip. This is all pre-COVID, mm-hmm. early last year, just before uh, COVID arrived. We were. Um, heading down to Broken Hill, mm. we'd uh, left Wilcannia and we were going into White Cliffs. We were having a night at uh, the White Cliffs in Oval Town between Wilcannia and Broken Hill. And we'd booked into our accommodation, seen the sights, and uh, towards day's end, thought, well, it's about 40 degrees, we'll, we'll go and have a cold beer at the, the White Cliffs little pub. And we've gone in there and uh, ordered a few beers for uh, Mum and Poz and I, and uh, and quite a few people in there, and we just then started to see this table of uh, you know, two couples turning around and you know, looking at us. <laughs> and um, then the two ladies came up and said, um, would you happen to be known as Big B? I went, oh, my goodness, a 1,000 kilometres from home. <laughs> you can't and, escape uh, it. You, you can't, in White Cliffs, in the middle of nowhere. But, uh, that was funny. That you, was funny. You might so even I, get recognised next time you go over in the UK because well, big B files have gone international. Yes, I've, I've heard. Because <laughs> I think I might uh, always – you know how we have to ha- always have a, a mask now when we step yeah. outside? Mm-hmm. I think apart from a mask, I might also don the old Groucho marks, big nose and black <laughs> glasses and bushy eyebrows. Oh, just a, 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 yeah, a total yeah, yeah. disguise. A total disguise and a uh, – you know, a skull cap of some description. (laughs) You might need it. You are um, definitely everybody's favourite on there. Everybody's been missing you thanks to COVID, so. Well, thanks to COVID, yeah, there's not much turning up. We're not allowed to turn up to uh, families' places, unless there's an emergency, you know, if all of a sudden one of your kids, one of the grandkids, you know, does something you know, no good and you have to take them to hospital. Well, you'll always know that mum and I will always be there to come around and look after the other kids whilst you and Ryan would have whoever in hospital. Yes. Just like, just like yesterday, you had yes. to go and get uh, little... Charlie, Charlie broke her foot. Yes. Yep. yep. Just I add know. that to the list of yeah, shit I know. my children never, put me through. Never ending with... Uh, grandkids, but that's that's life yes. and that's a joy. That's a joy, darling. Always yep. remember that. I, I will never forget that. Um, okay, <laughs> so just to get a, uh, our listeners up to speed a little bit more, mm-hmm. can you tell us five fun facts about yourself that they wouldn't know? Oh, goodness. It can be anything, Dad. Five fun, fun facts. facts. <laughs> yeah, five interesting facts. Well, I used to, yeah, when I was a, like a teenager, I used to love playing um, tennis. Yep. Um, 
there were probably oh four nights, four nights and weekends um, that I used to play tennis through mm-hmm. when I was you know, 14 to 19, 20. I loved the old tennis and so did uh, Dad. Yeah. My dad, your pop. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so you uh, fancied yourself a bit of a tennis star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancied yeah. myself, but uh, it never, never got far. Yeah, okay. never, it never got far. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't that fast around the court. Um, uh, what, and that was yeah, yeah. Go on. What's your second fun fact? <laughs> oh, that's a okay. Well, fun fact. Oh goodness, I don't know. Okay, I used to enjoy um, water skiing. Used to enjoy water. We've got skirt. a sports theme happening here. Water oh, skiing. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Why yeah, don't you yeah, talk about how you've got? A missing finger. Oh, well, that was when, okay, a missing, well, it's not, a, it's only the first inch of my ring finger on my right hand, though, on my right yeah, hand. so it's ha- half a finger. Yeah, yeah, it's a little half a finger. A little stump, you, you, like my toes. A little bit of a stub, yeah. I mean, you kids used to always, you know, kind of take the mickey out of dad. <laughs> it's kind of no. stubby little finger. Ask but no, no, that was when that was when um, that was when I was uh, in my teaching days, school teaching days. I was out at um, actually I was finishing school teaching. I'd been teaching for a, a few years, and my last year was out at Wentworth, a uh, little town on the junction of the Murray and the Darling Rivers. And I was in the process of uh, finishing school for that year. It was December. And I was um, starting to um, – uh, I, I had been accepted into the police. So I was finishing school. And two weeks later, I was starting the police academy. And well and behold, on the way home, uh, early, early in the morning, or well, I should say just before sunrise, I just left uh, hay on the hay plain heading home, and uh, I ploughed into some kangaroos, unbelievable, <gasps> and uh, rolled the car and broke all the, my collarbones and sliced the top of the finger off. You didn't injure any kangaroos, did you? No, no, I probably uh, just gave them a bit of a bump, but I came off the worst. Oh. And uh, a few days in Hay Hospital and... Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. that, that's how the, uh, that's the top where, of the finger. That's where yeah. you've got a little chode chode finger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's uh, that's yeah. that's a third fun fact. What about? Oh yeah. Okay. Third fun fact. And uh, uh, where did you meet Mum? Uh well, one of the guys who I had gone to uni with down in Canberra, um, the old Canberra College of Advanced Education, now Canberra University. Mm. Uh, Dave Francis. Um, they're just the cockatoos you can hear flying over, if you heard them. I, I didn't. Okay, that's all right. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the old mates uh, had a reunion uh, for um, all the old um, college lads and ladies and uh, over at, at his place, over at uh, French's Forest. Yep. I, I was living at Kingsgrove at the time. Mum and Dad still lived at Kingsgrove. And we all went over there, and there was this young lass from England had only just recently arrived, and her name was Sally Ann, and she was tall and lithesome. Great legs. Well, no, no, she had a, 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 a no, she had a nice longish skirt below the knees. Okay, was, could have nice, just said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had nice shoulders, and there she was at the door with Mister and Missus Francis, greeting the guests. Hmm. And she spoke very nicely, mm. very nice. And I thought, that's a nice English accent. And, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. And I heard you were um, a bit of a lady killer back in the days and I'm pretty sure mum told me that you were courting not just her but another woman at the same time. What have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> well, all's fair in love and war. Oh. <laughs> but no, I was. Yeah, I was going out with this young lass. Yeah. Uh, Didn't she give you a ring or something? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Mum's told me all the dirty, dirty, dirty goss on you anyway. But yeah, yeah. But I, I met Mum at uh, this kind of you know, college reunion, and um, all the lads stayed the night because the the father of the house uh, said, "I'm not having anyone um, driving home after drinking a few beers." And uh, and thankfully, we um, all did stay because it was the morning after. And this is uh, this is a nice little fun fact. It was what really got my attention regarding your mum when. We're all waking up the next morning. I couldn't get out of my sleeping bag, and I ripped and ripped the this you know the, the the zipper. And I'm you know not cursing, but I'm getting a bit annoyed about this. And she is calmly as anything. Mm. Just come, you know. She said, "You go and clean up and you know, have a shower." By the time I'd come back, she'd repaired the zipper. Now I just thought that wifey is- material. Well, no, I just thought that was very special. She's the calm and, uh, to your uh, impatience. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She was uh, – and that um, – yeah. And then we just got talking and found out that she was visiting from England, staying with his family for a year. And I said, well, make sure you don't get involved with any of us kind of Antipodeans, you know, um, whatnot. Get out and see Oz. Well, she didn't travel that far. <laughs> She never got out of New South Wales because uh, I you locked her down. Yeah, well, I did. I did, and um, yeah, and, and as they say, we basically we met, we courted, we engaged, and we got married all in well, just over you know, thirteen months. And you got married yeah. over in the UK, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought if she's going to live here, and she had indicated that, at least she could have the happiness. Of uh, of a marriage in her hometown with mm-hmm. her parents and her family and and, and girlfriends, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah so, nice. So I packed up mum and my mum and dad and uh, my best man, who by chance was the chap who had the party where I first met Dave mum. Francis. Yeah, yeah, Dave Francis, and um, he was my best man, and uh, yeah, life. Uh, that was it. And then you, know, you, 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 you never, never know what's around the corner with life, darling. You uh, never, never know. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, was that five fun facts? I think it was only I've, four. I've, Have you got one I've, more for me? Uh, fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> Interesting well, facts. Interesting. Well, I, oh, look, I don't know whether having your house burnt down in yeah. on, January, on January the 8th, 1994 at 2.30 p.m. Oh. When, when mum and I bundled you and your two younger brothers with your teddy bears and your dressing gowns into the backseat of Bobby Peake's car um, and he took off over to, um, where was he? Lily Pilly? Yeah, Lily Pilly way. Mm. And um, didn't you stay and, behind trying to take photos with a camera that had no yeah, film in it? Yeah, well that, yeah, that's right. So after he he took, yeah, that's a good fact. Yeah, yeah. just risked your life to take photos right, of our house yeah, yeah. burning down. Yeah, Only that's right. So what, Mum and I have come back down the backyard here where I'm sitting now, and we just watched. Um, well, you know the flames 
flying through the air from the other side of Mill Creek, which I'm looking at now, over to the other side here in front of me now, where there were not homes, which there are now homes, and these fireballs just went across the air, through the air, and just napalmed the other side of the hill. Mm. And then the, and they, the flames then just came roaring up here, up this little valley. And I said to Mum, I said, we better get out of here. And by the time we ran up to the back of the house, um, opened the back door, all the trees on this side of the ridge just exploded. Mm. Um, and I thought, I'll run upstairs and get my camera and take a few take a few photos and, and then kind of sell sell them to Woman's Weekly or, you know, you know one of these kind of yeah. human human interest stories. So whilst the house Take was burning up, whilst the house was burning upstairs, mm. um, I'm taking photos through the window, and um, and then I had to get downstairs because the flames were smashing the windows. And I, you know, click, 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 and I finally dived into the car with Mum and reversed out of the driveway, um, only to find out <laughs> there was no film. A couple of days later, there was no film in the camera. Um, I mean, you could have made millions off those photos. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But uh, that was a funny little ha-ha, you know. I guess that's the only funny little ha-ha from that story, yeah, right? Having your house burned to the ground, literally completely flattened. But, um, well, I, I remember as a kid going through that and I remember it not really affecting me. I feel like because I was always with – you and mom and the boys, and we always, you know, had someone who would take us in, whether it be a friend or a family member, and we always had, you know, a bed to sleep in, but ultimately we were always together. Um, I don't feel like it really affected me as much as what it, like now as a parent myself and with my own children, I I would really struggle losing everything, like fleeing a house. Well, I know, and I know they're all only materialistic things, but I think just as a parent wanting to protect my child, like my children and give them a, a warm bed to sleep in and all that jazz, that would, I think it would be hard. I mean, I know it's obviously. The, the, the most important thing, darling, was during that time was that um, you always had, and your brothers always um, had family around you. Mm. Um, you, you might remember that um, we had uh, Posse and Grandpa over from England. They had left only about four days earlier saying, we're leaving now and we hear that there's lots of fires in Sydney. Are you guys okay? The usual thing, she'll be right, mate. Um, uh, fires everywhere, but everything will be just dandy when you get here. Well, they just turned up to charred ruins here mm. in Blackwaddle Place. Uh, but we had family around us, and if you do recall, that's when you know how many friends you've got because we were, you know, offered so much accommodation. Yeah, yep. but you had to be mindful that you didn't you know, wear out your welcome. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, and we and we moved from place to place, mm. place to place, garage to garage over those first couple of months. Mm. And, I remember. Um, that's why I always get a little bit, um, you know, when you see tragedies happening, you know, around the world and also in your own country, um, you feel for people who have lost everything through mm. floods or fire. Yep. Yeah. And same as, uh, same as COVID now, um, a lot of people are hurting. Yeah. A hell of a lot of people are hurting, but you've always got to 
hang on to hope that there will be a sunnier day around the corner. Yep. Okay. I um I I don't think I'm going to have time to ask any more questions. That's all right. That's all right. It's always nice to chat with you. Wait. How, how's um how's um Charlie's ankle wearing that big boot moon boot last night? Ah, uh, yeah, she's fine. She takes it off when she goes to bed. Yeah, yeah. So one last question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you like as a teenager? Because. You, um, um, I've only yeah. ever known you as a straighty 180, and obviously you were a police prosecutor, so you're law yeah, enforcement, and you yeah, were very strict yeah. with me. But please yeah. enlighten me about your teenage years because surely oh, you had a wild oh, couple yeah. of years. Yeah, but I, yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't a mongrel. No, but, but didn't I'm pretty I, sure Nan told me you used to do burnouts in front of the cop station. True or false? No, 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 no. Not in front of a police station. I. I, I got sprung by um, Dad. I had his old Valiant Safari station wagon. Um, I used to pump petrol, you know, um, working at petrol station when mm-hmm. you're at, um, straight after school before you teachers' college and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> it was the old days, you know, the old concrete areas in front of petrol stations, you know, spilt petrol. It was very, very easy to, very easy to kind of spin the wheels, and there I was spinning the wheels with all the mates. And um, what about? Smoke. Did you get into any punch yeah. ups? Because I've seen some photos of you with uh, black eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was down in teachers' college days. You know, just, you, just a brawler. Probably, well, no, no, no. You just probably only, uh, only you, if you know, provoked. No, no, no. I've, I've never been a fighter. No, I know. Never, never been a fighter. Um, but yeah, no. Look, I had a yeah, a colourful. Youth, um, yeah, I wasn't a choir boy, that's for sure, but um, I wasn't a hoodlum. <laughs> and um, no, no, uh, because I, I also grew up in a strict family, yeah? There was, you always knew what was right and what was wrong. Okay, I, I stretched the boundaries a few times. Just and like, I, and just I like got, your and daughter? I, and, yeah, and I, I got a clip over the ear from my old man. Yeah, God bless him, who I love dearly. Yeah, um, and I I was probably like that with you kids growing up, and I was I was always the the bloom and disciplinarian. Yeah, and, and Mum was the you know the soft one. Yeah, yeah, and look, hey, I think it worked out well. It's a good balance. Yeah, I think you have yeah, to have yeah. good cop, so bad I, cop. Can't yeah, be both. Yeah. Can't both be bad, and you can't both be good. No, and and there's nothing wrong with constructive discipline. Yes, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay. Well. <laughs> Hmm. I uh, I think we'll leave it there. I um I know you can talk under. Where are you? <laughs> I'm in the podcast studio. Where in town somewhere? Yeah, in the city. Okay. I'm having a kid free day. It's bliss. Yeah, terrible numbers today. Six hundred thirty-three. <laughs> I know. I'm trying I know. not to. I'm. Tr- I don't watch the news, so. Uh, I no, mean, you got yeah, you got to be you got to be aware of what's happening in your mm. community, darling. Yeah. Well, oh. listen, that many people tell me, so I can't escape yeah. it. Yep. Um, all right. Well, you enjoy the sunshine outside, I and will. Um, thank you. Right yeah, yeah. Thank you yeah. for chatting with me. Yeah, and congratulations on doing this podcasty thing. Yep. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, whatever it is, um, yeah. I hope it goes well for you. And Thanks, uh, Dad. And um, always remember manners. <laughs> And um, yep. yeah, okay. And, and no more taking photos or videos of your old man when he's sleeping. 
uh, just re- resting his eyelids. Well, COVID saved you there, but I'm sure no, I'm, I'm sure you'll be back in no time. Oh, yes, I'm sure you'll come back with a vengeance. I will be. You take care, darling. All right, Dad. Much love. Much love. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was Big B, guys. I did ask him not to dribble on, uh, but he just can't help himself. He likes to tell a story in like a roundabout fashion. I could listen uh, to him all day. He's got yeah. such an endearing voice. Oh, my God. Everybody says that, but you have not lived with him your whole life. Like if I was just like, oh, Dad, what's seven plus one? He'd be like, well, you know the number seven. Like that's made up of three syllables. Oh, like it, w- it would ta- he would go on a roundabout way instead of just being like eight. But how he sounds when you've just interviewed him is exactly what he's like in real life. Yeah, look, he's a big, soft teddy bear. He has a heart of gold. He is <laughs> he's, a, he's a very unique character. He like is. I actually don't know a lot of other dads like him. He's very straighty 180. He is. Um, I should have been his daughter. Oh, my God. You absolutely, I don't know how I turned out the way I did. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> and I don't know how your parents, like My you, parents are rogue. And I should have been their daughter. 100%. Maybe we were swapped at birth. Maybe. Mm. He is the biggest hearted bloke I know and secretly he loves all the attention even though he says he doesn't. So please, once COVID has taken a hike, Please, if you see him out, give him a big hello. Go in for a cuddle if you if you dare. I reckon he, I reckon he would like a cuddle. He's a big, soft teddy bear, but always say hello. And that is it from me today. I hope you have enjoyed getting to know my dad a little bit better. He um, he'll probably make a guest appearance again later on down the track, just because he does enjoy the limelight so much. So I'll get him back on because he's everyone's favourite bloke, and um, I will see you guys next week. Bye for now.